This is an Average Joe Media production. Yes, I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to an episode of the Baby Daddy Chronicles. This is Troy Jackson, man, your future favorite baby daddy. <clears throat> Today, I have the one and only black diaper business brand in Florida, right? Yeah. In Florida. I think so. Or U.S. In the U.S. Maybe, right? That's what I'm claiming. The, the only one on the market. I'm going to move this up some. There we go. Okay. Hello, Puppet. Kyra. I don't know your last name. I think it's Mitchner, but I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't. You know. I just know. I just be beating Bro, you. Bro, that that's it. I be beating you in a lot of shit. That's all I know. We're not gonna spend ten minutes on this. We're not gonna spend ten minutes on. We are gonna talk about it. How you doing today? I am. Man, I'm doing. I'm doing well. You know. Thank you, Troy. <laughs> Listen, I'm just here to help the people out. That's all I'm here to do. I love it. I just I just came from um, a community event mm-hmm. called uh, Lo- Love Like Lore event. Okay. Um, such an amazing family. Shout out to everyone from Philly. Um, I know, well, most of the family is from there. Um, but yeah, You know, back, back close to my hometown. I got to get a red horse for that, yo. Correct. Did, did you tell them you was a Cowboys man? No, I did not. Good way not to lose business because, you know, out of, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to start that. And they, I was outnumbered, man. It was mm-hmm. a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that they talked about their uh, grandmother, um, aunt, mm-hmm. you know, cousin, um, it was it was beautiful. And, and this lady, she passed away 10 years ago due to mm-hmm. liver cancer, but she had 10 kids biologically. And then she, had, but she adopted three as well. Um, but the way they talked about her um, 10 years later, I was like, wow, they just don't make, make women like that anymore, mm-hmm. right? Um, but but nonetheless, it was a great event. Um, I got had a great opportunity to network with people. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. So how are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Explain to the listeners, right? Because <clears throat> obviously, it's our second time doing it because I lost the first one. Um, so, yeah, I'm so mad I lost it. It was so... It was so good. It was so organic. It was, yeah. I was whooping her ass in every conversation we had. No, you were not. It really was. I it, was it was a great exchange. It was. Like, I was definitely right about the Cowboys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, that was definitely on there. I remember that. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we taped that first. Mm-hmm. Sure as, did. As, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get out of it. You know, mm-hmm. That was like insurance for you yep. or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure was. Yeah. Yep. Damn, damn right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Explain to my listeners who you are and what your uh, business is about. Sure. So um, I am a single black mother of a five-year-old 
beautiful and bold daughter. Um, originally from South Florida, Palm Beach to be exact. Um, but I live here in Sanford, Florida. And um, I was inspired to create a brand that protected um, black families. And um, it, it originally started during the pandemic. Uh-huh. So um, I like to say that when um, when I got sent home back in March of 2020, um, it was a blessing for me because, you know, I got to spend time with my daughter. Um, but it also got allowed me to, like, you know, just sit back and re- reflect and deal with, like, family matters, right? So uh-huh. one of the things that I reflected on was, like, dang, how did I get here? You know, a single mom and, and, and everything. And so I just kind of like to reevaluate myself, but also just, you know, build a better bond with my daughter, mm-hmm. you know? And so then we move on into the middle of the pandemic where the unfortunate event of the murder of George Floyd happened. And, um, you know, from there I was triggered, you know, the, um, um, the, the, the country was, um, emotional, right. All, all the other countries were eyes were on us and, I mean, you saw the the protests, and you and here you saw that you know companies realize how important it was for Black uh, people to have their um, own spaces, or mm-hmm. even in those shared spaces to be heard, right, and to finally be felt and understood. And so, um, I, I didn't like what um, what people who weren't Black had to say about George Floyd, because at the end of the day, he was a father. Um, and his daughter, you know, was most affected because now she's will grow up without her biological father. And so, you know, that was inspired me to um, create a brand that protected us. And then towards the end of the pandemic, we began to get the statistics of, you know, who was proportion uh, disproportionately affected. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was minorities and and then it was it was women. Right. And then it was um uh, the, the communities of color or, you know, just black communities in general. And so I was like, man, wow, like we're, we're dealing with a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I was like, I wanted to get adults attention. And one of the way I would do that was like, I would create a product for babies. And so originally I wanted to do a, a, a daycare, but, um, I was like, no, it's not a good idea. They, they just sent everybody home. We don't know when we're going back. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it was just like, okay, I need something that, you know, what's something that we'll always need. And it was like, oh, diapers, facts. And, you know, I thought it was, this was going to be like a three-month thing to where I threw some money at it, whatever. But the more research I had done, uh, the more just issues um, related to uh, or connected to diapers, I was like, whoa, this is this is bigger than just, you know, diapers and wipes, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's Ello Puppet was birthed. In 2020. So why'd you think it was just going to be a four or five month project? Why put all that money into it if you thought it was just going to be a four or five month project? Um, because you know, when you find the manufacturer, you you do your research on the industry and what goes into making a great product. Um, and I, originally, I thought I was going to have access to capital uh, much sooner, okay. but um, <laughs> that wasn't the 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 case and especially depending on how much money you're asking for right and so it just kind of really delayed the process but you know delayed not denied um everything I could say honestly say that everything worked out the way it needed to because it allowed me to go back to the drawing board and do more research right and and really um um uh, develop a brand right in my brand story and why I'm really doing this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
All right, so you said LO Puppet is more than diapers and wipes. So yeah. what is it exactly? What else are you? What else does it offer? What else are you trying to have it offer in the future? Absolutely. So um, we are a um, family-oriented brand, right? And we're um, all-inclusive. Um, but because I am black, um, you know, then black communities are a priority to me first. Um, but what we are building is a network of trusted individuals. Mm -hmm. So some of those individuals could be doulas, um, mental health counselors or, um, family counselors. Um, and so we're, we're building this network of trusted individuals to where, um, our village could, if they ever need help or assistance in any area of parenting or just, you know, normal life, um, as long as they're active, you know, paying customer, they could be able to use those resources. We want to do it for free. Um, that's like the best option. But, um, you know, as the brand develops, um, we will definitely we want to at least subsidize it. You mm-hmm. know? So whether that's I get it. Yeah. What are some of the struggles you face so far? <laughs> Faced a lot. Um, one of the main when it pertains to the black community. Let's start there. Okay, when it pertains to the black community, um, I would say they are not as supportive as um, everyone else that is not considered black. I would say that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk bad about my people, but you know when you when you when you think you're presenting them with a great opportunity, mm-hmm. you, um, you know, you would think that they would capitalize on it, but you know, people, people are going to buy when they want to buy and they're going to buy what they want to buy. Right. I'm always, I'm okay with choice, but when, when I see, um, people on my Facebook or social media that you're pregnant and you haven't reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. but you're still, you, you know, you're coming up on your baby shower and you're still buying these brands that are not giving back to your community mm. um, first. Right. It's it's like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, or if you're not sharing a post. Right. So not just necessarily buying, but you could be sharing a post. And that's free. It's free. That's right. Free. You know, that's completely free. Completely. So, you know, what I noticed with um, <laughs> uh, uh, people that are not black is like, they're like super excited. They love what I'm doing. Love to tell me that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also support. So there's sales behind that as well. Um, and so another thing is that, you know, black, uh, the black community is unaware of what is, what issues we are facing. Right. And so it's because they, they lack because of lack of knowledge. They they really are not like keen to like um, get behind what's going on, mm-hmm. right? So it's like all of them is new to them. So it's like, oh, I'm dropping this knowledge on you about our birth rates for our mothers and our children. And then on top of that, it's like you know you're you're when you invest in a brand, it's to a cause. I, I think it's a lot for them versus someone who. Oh, I want to do this because it makes me feel good. Versus, oh my God, we got to do this work. Like it has to be done by us, right? Um, so those are kind of some of the things I face with um, the black community. But they're they are they're excited. I think what would help them is that if my brand was in a store and and they and they saw it, I can guarantee you they would buy it. So I feel you coming from a a small business owner. 
I feel you on the lack of support. Mm -hmm. But why do you, so like we had this conversation off air. I don't necessarily feel like it needs to be in a store to support. People just need to support to see the vision. But I mean, it, I don't necessarily think it needs to be in the store in order for it to support. Like if I had a kid, you know, I'd be supporting it. Yeah. I bought, like remember we had a conversation about the diaper bag. You felt like it was too much. And I'm like, no, nah, that's your price. That's your price. Yeah. And I paid it over it. You did. And, you, and y'all ain't getting that shit either. You're not. You're not. I got I to gotta buy two more from her for my friends, but y'all not getting mine. Fuck all. Well, you know, talk, he's not giving his talk, back up. You know, talking about I ain't got no kids and don't give a fuck. That part. <laughs> I'm going to use it as a book bag until I have kids. Then when I have kids, I have a diaper bag and I ain't even got to go buy one because yeah, I bought it black on and I bought it years in advance. It's called strategizing people. Period. Strategizing. <laughs> like, from from one business owner to another, like, I, I feel the lack of support when it comes to black, black people. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, they're late to join the party. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, you don't look bad. It, it like, forces us to have the white man help us or the white dollar help us mm -hmm. because the black people don't necessarily want help to once they see white people doing it. And then it's like, Oh, well we, we trying to bring, we trying to get back to the community and y'all don't want to support it right away. And then when the black people, and then when the white people help us, it's like, Oh, well you a sellout. It's not that we a sellout. It's just that you ain't want to help us when we, uh, when we initially needed the help. Period. I mean, we always going to take your money, but now that at that point, once the white dollar helps us, we're in a better position to where we don't necessarily need the help no more from the black community as once we once did because we found other ways to invest. Yep. So let me, I'm going to drop this um, knowledge on you real quick. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you these numbers, sorry. So I don't have the exact numbers, but this is an estimate. I just remember the first, like, three. So in 2018... 500 over 571,000 black babies were born. Mm -hmm. So we're going to times that by $30. $30 is a, a pack of Ello puppet diapers. Once we, you know, mm -hmm. launch, get out, get out of the trial pack phase. So that number is uh, 17,130,000, right? So that's just one month. We're going to times that by 12. So in a year, revenue, you get over two hundred and five million. So between five to six years, this could be over a billion dollar brand. Mm. And that's just if all the babies that were born in um in the in the US were to part purchase at least one you know, box of, of Ella Puppet diapers. Mm -hmm. What I think is going to help you is, is when you can, because right now, like, what are you up to? Like, size one? Yeah, um, for Ella Puppet, yes. We, the trial pack is size one. So I think once you get into more sizes, you'll be able to reach more people. Because yes. I don't know, like, a lot of people, outside of, like, two of my friends about to have babies. I know people who are, like, they one going on two. Right. Like they're not, like, you know. Yeah. Size one. So once you get into like those other sizes, I think it'll be um, it'll be better for you. Yeah. <clears throat> but also, I think it's like, like I was talking to my ex about this the other day. Actually, um, 
<clears throat> we were talking and I was like, I haven't heard back from my friend yet to see if he wanted to try it. And he, she was like, well, you got to keep in mind, it's not really his decision, it's the mom's decision. And I was like, well, why is it the mom's decision? Because she was like, nine out of 10, he's, she's going to be the one changing the diapers. And I'm like, yeah, but it should be a say-so in both. I'm like, especially if it's a newborn, try it. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. But at least try it as opposed to just con- continuously giving your money to Huggies or Pampers or, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know all the diaper brands because you know, I ain't never changed a diaper day in my life. <laughs> I just be looking and be like, oh, that shit stank. <laughs> that shit stank. And I just keep it moving. That part. But, like, I'm going to reach out to him today and reach out to some other guy and just be like, hey, just give it a shot. And, yeah. I mean, because it's only, right now, it's only up to size one. So, they're not to the size one. If you want to go back to whatever, unless you increase it by then, then, you know. Yeah. So, be it. What, tell them, so... When it comes to the diapers, is it a, right now, is it a subscription package or is it a, uh, like a, is, or is it like a, a set price or how does that work? So I'm only offering a subscription to, um, like my friends, mm-hmm. you know, I know we talked about it and I have like two other friends that are, um, they want to pay for a subscription for, for their friends. So, um, but, but that's on the inventory that of the plant-based diapers on my website. So like, cause once they run out, they run out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why it's great to like stock them now, like add to your stockpile or, you know, they're going to start paying for their subscription now. Uh, but hopefully that buys them time or buys us time to where, um, we begin to, um, manufacture the, uh, the, the, the full line. Right. Mm-hmm. So right now we're in the design and product stage. Right. But we're still waiting for feedback. Uh, more feedback from the the trial packs. So um, the process of launching um, a full line it does it does take time because we don't want to do anything without knowing what the people like and what they don't That's like. Right, yeah. right. Um, but um, you know, we created the trial pack for parents to feel comfortable with trying us out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the the best case scenario is that. Um, and expect expecting parents receive boxes of diapers um, at the baby shower, um, and we don't want to shy any way anyone any parent away from that. Like we encourage that. Like no, like it takes a village. Like let's do all that we can. But, mm-hmm. but the unfortunate thing is that you know when you buy all these diapers, we don't know. You know, you're not you really don't know what's going to work for your baby mm-hmm. right <laughs> and so i mean at worst case scenario you'll have these diapers where you have to either take them back exchange them and, and luckily these large retailers um as long as you have like a gift receipt or something or if they could trace it back to their stores or one of their stores um, they will let you exchange so that's that's the great thing about um you know, getting the wrong size or, or whatever. It's, it's not that difficult to, to change them out with the, the big box retailers. But, um, you know, you leave with diapers, uh, newborn diapers from the hospital. And then from there, you know, you're using newborn up until size one. So it's like, you'll put up with, um, whatever the newborn diaper is. And you're not really, you really don't really know how well it is because you're changing the baby either one every time it goes to the bathroom or just two up to like two hours. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not, it's not on a baby that long, you know, it, as soon as the line turns a color, you're, you're changing it. So it's not much you can really test or, 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 or testify to. But um, once that baby goes, moves on into size one, 
now you're like, okay, is this diaper functioning? Is it working? Is it absorbing? Right. Is it holding everything in? And, um, so that's what we offer. So I, I think the, the trial pack is a great, great baby shower gift mm-hmm. period. How, so when a baby goes from size one to size two, right? How long is that process? Or like, is that a couple of weeks, a couple of months? Uh, it's a few months, um, in, in between, I like to say around month between month two to three, they should be reaching to, to size one and they're only going to stay in size one for about a couple of months. Um, size three will be their longest stretch. And when they're in, uh, diapers that that's like a six month thing. Um, and then by the time that they're turning one, they're between four and five. Okay. Size four and five. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. So could your trial pass your size one? Damn. All right. So they wanted to purchase diapers, not do a subscription. What does that price look like? Or you haven't figured that out yet? Um, for the, you talking about the trial pack though, or just whatever's on? Yeah, those? in general. In general. Yeah. Um, my prices are. I try to keep them competitive with, uh, Pampers. Okay. So, um, whatever they're going rate for, I know that like we have, so our size one is, um, we hold 90 diapers versus Pampers holds 96, but we'll price our diapers at, you know, between 27 to $30 like them. Um, I was recently in Walgreens, excuse me, the other day and they had all the sizes from newborn to I think what size five. And um, all of the boxes were under, I think except newborn. I think newborn was like 104, but everything else was like 90 pieces and under. So under 100. And norm, the normal price was $32. Okay. But with the Walgreens <coughs> coupon or whatever, they took off $5, so it was like 27 So we try to keep our prices within that. So it'll fluctuate. Mm-hmm. I'll change it day to day um, or whatnot. But... Uh, ple- like understand that I don't have to keep them that low, even though they are expensive. That I don't have to keep them that low because they're plant based, right? So they are better. They are worth a premium. But I offer them at a price that people are either comfortable with or used to, so that way they don't feel like they're losing out um, in value, right? Because mm-hmm. it's good quality. Mm-hmm. I just lowered the price for you, so now you can try it. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so let's pivot. Sure. Um. Let's talk about your child, you and your child. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> is the dad in the child's life? I never know how to answer this question. Um, but usually somebody will cut me off and say no because I would say something like that. But he's uh, in, in and out. He's not that active. Okay. And he, has he always been that way? Pretty much. So how, how have you been able to navigate that? Sure. Um, for one, um, I had to be healed. Right. Um, and I, I didn't seek therapy. I actually, um, moved into Atlanta when my daughter was first born and I was there the first two years of her life. Um, it was a blessing, uh, just because of the people I met on the job and, and one particular, my, my homegirl, uh, Lamika, um, that's my girl. Like she really, um, help me get mm-hmm. through 
the ups and downs of, you know, realizing that I'm going to be a single mom and that I cannot control him and what he does. Right. Mm. So I had to develop this mindset and, 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 and I also had to learn how to forgive myself. Right. How long? So was you, was you bitter at any point and how long, and if you was, how long did it take you to get over that? (laughs) Define bitter. (laughs) Like Uh, had resentment towards him. Absolutely. I had it. Absolutely. Um, and it, it, it took, um, between two to three years, really. It, it took a while. And, um, Cause your daughter's what, five now? She's five. Yeah. So this is like, you, you just got over this like recently. Uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's still recent. Is you, th- you, th- you think it's recent? Yeah. If you said two to three years, let's go with three. Now she's five. You've just been healed the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. okay. okay reset <laughs> I feel like I'm a G in this thing but okay um but yeah no um it took me it took me a while because you know once you you um realize like where you went wrong and the things that you accept and all that kind of stuff then you have to put things in practice right so it's like oh I forgive him okay but the next time he um you know calls and it's the last time he called was six months ago you can't be angry and blow up and do all this other stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you you really have to chill. And, um, I could honestly say I'm at a point in my life. Like what he does does not phase me. Like his mom, this mom a couple weeks ago, she was like, she's like, Oh, her dad, um, got, um, gave her or, or has $2 for her for, for Valentine's day. And I was just looking at her like, woman, you tried it, but whatever. And she was just like, that's what he got. I was like, okay, well, you know, Send it, send it my way. I'll give it to her. Um, so does his, does his side of the family help at all? Yes. Um, they help when I need them to help. But that's it. They don't like go out their way to help. Um, you know, they, they say things like, let us know if she needs anything, but they don't like reach out and say, Hey, does she need anything? No, they don't. And, um, I was about to ask you. they don't like get on him at all to be like, Hey, be a father to your child. um his mom talks with him and i I know i guess his his brother and sister um of course they're they're in his ear but you know to them you can only do so much um you know because he's grown or whatever he's gonna do what he wants to do and i'm like okay well that's that's that (laughs) Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. So how's how's the relationship between you and your daughter? Cause she she she's a character. She's a lot, um, and I I feel like I can do better as a a mom. Like I feel like I know all my 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 shortcomings. And what are your shortcomings? Um, and then after like, you, I, after I, your shortcomings, yeah. give me your strengths as well. Sure, uh, language, <laughs> my choice of words. You do be cursing. I curse. You be cursing at her too. I curse. You like shut. You like shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck down. Do I? Kind of. Have you, have you witnessed that? Yes. You have. It was. It was one time you came to my house, and um, you uh, I think like she, she was doing too much. You was like, yo, you shut the fuck down. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> she probably was like, I didn't say that. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I probably did. <laughs> Again, so language, my uh, my my word choices. Um, and it's, and we be on the phone, and you definitely be cursing at her. Yeah, because prior to that, I've already told her what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's that buildup of all right. She ain't listening, so I got to use the harsh words, and I don't have to. Um, I need to take some positive parenting classes. <laughs> um, let me see. So the language, um, and I, I lack in really teaching. Uh, I'll give you an example. The last time she went over her grandmother's house, and um, I was I was getting her. She was like, her grandma was like, oh, there's just so much things that I have to teach her. I'm like, what you got to teach my daughter what? And she was like, for instance, um, you know, my daughter just, she would be like, I need a popsicle. And so my, you know, her grandmother would correct her. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I was like, yeah, that's on me because, you know, it's it's just natural for me. When my daughter says she needs something or wants something, you just, you just do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mommy, I need water. Mm-hmm. All right, it's water and candy. So, you know, I'm just going to do it. But I, I told her, I said, I realized that, okay, I, I have to start correcting her, right? That's that teaching part or that training part, right? So I lack in training my daughter certain things. Um, so those are like the two big things that like, you know, will, um, keep me up at night as far as parenting goes. But I would say my strengths are, um, you know, I, I believe that me and my daughter have a open relationship. Like I know she's five, but, um, I notice things about her. Like if something was wrong with my daughter, I would know. Like, 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 um, God forbid, you know, molestation or something like God just designed her to where if something like that happened, it, it, she would, I would know this, I would Mm -hmm. know something because it would be off with her. Um, and, and, and whatever. So I would say like, I'm, I'm aware of my daughter's, um, uh, her personality and, and, and and her attributes. I just want to, I just need to know like what it is that she's supposed to do on this earth. Right. And kind of gear her towards that. I, I, mean, I start with sports and I haven't put her in anything, but um, I think I want to sign up for like T-ball, but um, who knows? She may be a scientist, right? She's in a, she goes to a, a magnet, a STEM magnet school. So hopefully, we could, yeah, <laughs> hopefully we could uh, spark some interest in, in there. But um, you know, she's, she, she comes to me for, uh, any and everything, but she just she just has a um. She's very independent, so she does a lot of things. She tries to do a lot of things by herself. She does, but she gets in trouble for it because I'm like, I give you rules, and then you don't follow them, and now I'm angry because I let you slide right. Mm-hmm. And um, I you know some people would say no, you have to discipline her then and there, and I'm just like I'm too busy to just catch it and deal with it right there. But mm-hmm. I, I just rather speak to you. Let you know that I'm I'm serious, so the language comes out to know like don't don't play with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. She still does what she wants to do. So she's very dangerous. <laughs> do you think if she had a father figure in her life, that would that that aspect of it will kind of be calmed down a little bit? Absolutely. Oh, you have to see her. When she's around my other homeboys, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my homeboys are <laughs> one. They're they're large in size, right? They're tall. Um, they're muscular. Um, their voices are deep, and um, you know, when they speak, 
she does one or two things. She either listens or she would like cry, crowd <laughs> behind me, like get behind me. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of stick her hand, her head in my butt. I'm like, yo, no, go ahead and listen to him. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you ain't used to that. But I definitely believe I strongly believe and I, t- I tell anybody this like she is the way she is because she doesn't have a father in the home mm. and I am the way that I am because there's no man in the home and so I revert back to how um I was raised or what I am um you know not healed from or wasn't really trained well in myself and that's language I'm I, I'm a cursor like that's just I. I could just be talking to you and just words just yeah, start you know slipping. Me, you know me. I'm a cursor. I'd be cursing all the time. You know what I'm Shit. saying? <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, please. <laughs> Listen, I be cussing all the time. Like, all the time. <laughs> the only time I don't cuss is like when I was at fam on the radio. When I was doing the radio, Ooh, I know that was hard. Like, not yeah, to curse. like it's crazy because like I was able to turn it off. Oh, okay. I so I like. Cursing is like a second language to me, mm-hmm. but I know when to turn it off. Okay, but I'm horrible. Otherwise, it na- it'll naturally come out. It'll come out of work, and I'd be like, "Shit!" And they look at me, and I'd be like, "What? Fuck! What? <laughs> what? Fuck! It's a curse word. <laughs> what? I can't cuss at work. Oh, I'm horrible. I'd be so relaxed. I'd be cursing in church. They'd be like, "Girl," and I'd be like, "Oh shit, my bad. I mean, I'm so sorry. Like, no, I don't just, cuss at church. I do. You are. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you are. I want. I swear. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you wildin', man. Um, but no, I do feel like, right, it, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but like having the the black man in the household really just brings that sense of, uh, <clears throat> I want to say stability, but that. Authority. Yeah, sense of authority. There we go. That sense of authority. Like, hey, chill out. Like, I see it with my best friend and his girl, because his girl has a son, mm-hmm. and they're about to have a daughter together. And it just be like, he be saying stuff. And he'd be getting it. Like, it's just a certain tone. And they'd be like, hey, don't make me tell your daddy. And they just start crumbling. Yeah. Like, they just start crumbling. Like, tell your mama that's, eh. But let me tell your daddy. And all of a sudden, they start crying. Because it's just that sense of authority that are missing in the single parent household. Yeah. And I don't know how we fix that. <laughs> um, Therapy, one. Um, and you, you, have to, you have to catch it first. From before conception. Um, But, you know, let's just speak on, you know, for uh, after conception, right? So uh, from a standpoint of a single mom, like therapy is is big, right? Uh You get your healing and everything before um, you start to date again, right? And then when you you do date, um, you know, you you have to be intentional about um, who who you're dating, right? So make sure you, you vet them. Um, you know, before you put a title on it or you become exclusive or whatnot or to become serious. Um, and then, uh, you know, w- once you trust that man and allow him to uh, come into your home and in your life, like you have to then allow him to be a man. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and that's just it. It's, it's no, especially if the man is not the biological father of your child. Like, I, I guess there's this thing where, I guess some women feel that like he can't come in and talk, you know, discipline my child. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're going to tell a a man that 
is about to take care of another man's child. Yeah, like I don't, I never get that. Like, so they be like, oh, well, you can't discipline my child, but you want me to help raise this little. You know, but you want me to help, right? See, and so now you're devaluing him mm-hmm. and what he has to offer and bring. See, I love, I love a man in general, but I love a black man. Most, you know, most of all. And so for me, I'm like, it, I'm in the position where I like, I got no choice but to honor him. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not finna go back to the the one that I laid down with. No. So, <laughs> so God bless the man. That, <laughs> I ain't going back to that. So, but God bless the man that does come in um, and he will have, you know, full control over the discipline of my child. We just, we're going to be on the same page about it, mm-hmm. you know, but nonetheless, he has a role and a responsibility to play in my child's life. And if I hinder him from that, I hurt myself, right? I hurt the legacy of my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I agree with you on that. Like I was, I used to talk to this one chick and she had kids. And it was like, you can't discipline them, but you want me to help them. You want me to help put food on the table and do all this shit. I don't even live with you. It's just like, you can't have it like. You can't. You can't have it either or. Either I'm going to step up and be a father figure or I'm going to just step to the side and not really care. But you can't have both. But you, yeah, you can't have both. No. Um, I think women should absolutely be respecting uh, men in their full capacity and their roles that they play. Like it just, it, you can't half step with the black man. They were designed for us and for our children. Um, and you just have to let them be them. And, and when you start to um, block that, you, you, you start to get another side of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, it, it it turns on you. It changes you because you're like, well, who is this? It's like, queen, you weren't designed to do that like he was. You get what I'm saying? And and vice versa. So, I mean, like you could mess up the frequency and all this other stuff that people believe in when it comes to trying to, you know, stop someone for, for being who they who they are, who they were designed to be. No, I, I agree with you on that. Whether it's a stepdad, real dad, yeah. whatever, man, that. It matters. It matters. Like it, and then I don't. I don't be understanding when people be trying to. Oh well, you can't see your child. At the end of the day, all you doing is hurting the child. I agree. I so, uh, earlier, yeah, earlier this week on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, guys. You guys should uh, definitely follow us on Twitter. Yes, we have amazing conversations. But I hosted a space. We were talking about child support, but we we dabbled on, um, the fact that, um. The, the the question was asked, like, if a father is not paying uh, his part of child support and all that kind of stuff, like, you know, do you do you agree that he shouldn't be able to see the child? And I said, the healed Kai says, no, I don't agree. <laughs> and the unhealed Kai said, absolutely. But I, I say this, you have to set boundaries. This is what I did for, for my uh, child's uh, father. Um. You know, the first two years, they are the most critical, they're most important, and, and we are the most, pro- like, we're very protective. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a, a no. Like, if you're, if you're, if you were in a situation like me where, you know, born and raised in the church, he was too, but I didn't live the street life and he was trying to. So you have two different lifestyles, two different dangers that could be possibly brought on to your, to your child. And so for me, I'm like, you absolutely not can take her somewhere or, you know, come like, even to this day, like if he got a car tomorrow and can't, he couldn't take her anywhere, like we would meet 
but she's not getting in the car with you. So I said, like, set boundaries. So my thing is, you know, don't say that you can't see him, but give him a certain time. Start there. Say, okay, no, hold up. Before before you before you um think you could just come over here, nobody give because nobody really cares about your rights. If you want to be honest, like if you if you're not if you're not contributing financially, because that, here's my thing, because women like to say, oh, it's not just about financial. But let me tell you something. I, will, I wake up, my daughter five, woke up every day, never complained once. I worked two jobs. And on top of that, grad school. Grad school was um, uh, writing. Every day I had to write something, right? And, and and every Sunday it was like three to five pages due on a on a paper and all that kind of stuff. So we talk about time to research all this stuff. When we talk about having a baby within their first two years, like when do I get to bond with her, right? And mm-hmm. stuff. So nonetheless, like finances matter. Oh, they definitely matter. You know, they what I'm saying? they they matter. they matter. Stop trying to make it seem like it don't matter. No, all of it matters. And if you don't, you ain't. You're not doing, trying to do both. We're going to set some boundaries, okay? Yeah, because you can't, like, so I've seen instances to where, like, <clears throat> there would be dads to where, like, they weren't around for the pregnancy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they all of a sudden want to come back. And you'd be like, well, I want to take my child. And it's like, no, you can't. First of all, build a bond with your child Correct. first. And then maybe once you get to that point, then maybe you can spend the weekend with them. But it just be like, oh, that's my daughter and that's my son and I want to spend time with them. But they don't even know who you are. To them, you're a stranger, and and that and and that's where men they get, um, they get that confused and they call it bitter. You please understand if you were if you were not in the home and you were not around um, from you know the time the child was born, all that child knows in his you know six months of life right now is mommy and mm. maybe you know maybe grandma depending on how the household is made up right, and so. That child to be unfamiliar, that causes stress on a child. And I don't know any mother that's just going to allow that to happen, you know, mm-hmm. on their baby. It's a no, right? We ha- These are things that we must do as women. And I would question you if you don't, like, just to let the child go with. No, you know what I'm saying? Um, but um, it, you have to you have to set boundaries. And I don't, just because you're the, the father, like, you... you you have to have that relationship. Nobody is trying to keep the child away, but I would say for mothers, like let's not do it vindictively. Let's really check ourselves and make sure it's coming from a pure heart. Like I just can't allow my baby to just go. And it's, it, it differs because again, my child father was in the street. So I worried on a different level versus, uh, you know, a, a guy that let's just say you like, you know, you're a working man. It's that third. You may not be, um, in a relationship with the mother or child, but you could physically be there and financially be there. So it's just like, okay, let's, let's, let's work on this because I, if it was, you know, you have dealing with a guy from the streets or whatever, it's a different kind of level of trust. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. he has to really prove himself, right? It's different mm-hmm. for a guy who ain't doing all that. You know what I'm saying? So um, it just, it takes time, but nonetheless, it's not, I promise you, there's nothing bitter about it. You, you can't, you, no, no physician, no doula would tell you, uh, oh, just give your child because he's the father. I and mean, if, if he wasn't there, right, that mm-hmm. doesn't have that bond. So you definitely have to have a bond. Um, but set those boundaries and, and allow that man to build up, right? Don't be giving him all these 
um, roadblocks and stuff, but see consistency, right? And just allow those relations, let them have their little relationship. You ain't got to care about it. And don't care if you don't want to be there, like whatever, like, especially if you, you're a woman and you can hold it down your own. Like I can, like I, my daughter wants for nothing just with me alone. Like I can Mm -hmm. take care of everything. So financially a man is not needed. Um, and I have a great support system to where, you know, people could watch my child, whatever. But you know, if you're, if you're that type of woman, don't waste no sleep over what he's doing, what he's not doing when it comes to your child. Because I can guarantee you, if you're doing everything right and you're healing, another man's going to come in, he's going to acknowledge and honor, right, you know, what you're doing, and then he's going to come in. And it's just going to be a lot more easier for him to do what he needs to do. So please, ladies, do not waste no time. Like, don't waste as much time as as I did or as as I didn't. So it'll be, I promise you, it'll be all right. Yeah, and no, I agree with you on that. Um, back to LO Puppet, right? Yeah. What is your what what's your five year plan? Or or what's the goal within the next couple of years for LO Puppet? Sure. Um, the goal is to become a household um a household name. Now how I wanna do that, <laughs> I shouldn't be picky. Um, but in a in a fantasy world, I would say w- without being in on retail shelves, but um, realistically, that takes a lot a lot of work, and it takes for the mm-hmm. community. Yeah, it takes the community to really come together and make the conscious decision that we're going to buy from here. So, um, it um, yeah, it just takes a lot of work, <laughs> but um. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, we we would have to be on shelves in order to really get into the community or whatnot because we don't own our own grocery uh, chain store. So because if that was the case, then I would be in those stores. Um, What else? Um, We would be um, a trusted brand um, that parents would love to be involved in, right? Because they'll, they will be, they will um, be educated on their pregnancy journey, right? Or their motherhood and fatherhood journeys and even, you know, the development of their baby. So we, we really, at that point, we'll be um, diverse in, in education, right? But learning about um, the issues that we face here in America, but then also, I don't know, just this big melting pot community where we're all just pitching in and, and you know, we're, we're just, um, um, we're giving to causes that that are, that just need to be fixed, right, be, due to systemic barriers and or systemic racism, right? So it's, it's our job, it's, it's all Americans' jobs, right, to combat racism. And the way we do that is, like, we literally have to come together but it's everybody coming together on our terms, right? And so, you know, Hello Puppet will set the light and shine the light on, uh, paint the picture, excuse me, on what a black family is, what they okay. look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, I'm ask you three questions <laughs> for my Parents of Corner segment. Um, give me a situation where uh, a situation that happened and how you handled it versus how you should have handled it. 
so I could let me see. I could um I, I work a nine to five mm-hmm. and then after so after my job I uh, my daughter's already home before an hour prior to me getting off, but after that, like it's strictly LO puppet, right? So whether that's I'm creating content for the next day or the night, um, or whatever, like or you know fulfilling orders, posting on social media. Um, but I, I'm pretty much I'm busy, and you know my if outside of cooking, she'd probably get like an hour of time with me, and that kind of includes like reading, right? So if I don't do nothing else, we gonna read. Um, but you know, I say all that to say, like, I be needing my me time, mommy time. And I told her, I'm like, yo, when I close this door, you need to, you need to knock, right? You just can't come in. Um, but again, I'm, she's so used to being around solely me. Um, she's just so comfortable, you know, one particular time or multiple times she's just come in. And uh, with her tablet, so all this noise is going on and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I yelled at her and I cursed at her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that or whatever. And so she runs, you know, she runs out because she's not crying or anything, but she just know that she she's wrong, right? She got mommy upset. So she runs out and I'm like, dang, I shouldn't have done that. And I was just like, Lord, forgive me. Please forgive me. Like, please help me. I do not want to harm my child to where she grows up and remembers that and say, Hey, you did this. And this is why I mm-hmm. am today. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I, I want to fix that. And so I went in the room and I, um, I just told her, you know, Hey, mommy didn't mean to yell, but I told you like, you cannot come in when I close the door, you need to knock first. Right. Um, and I was like, you understand that, you know, I just have to make sure that she understands, um, or whatnot, but I did a, I did apologize to her. I probably gave like a popsicle or something, but <laughs> that was, that was me setting boundaries. Okay. <laughs> um, give me a funny mom story. A funny mom story. Do I have one? Um, I think I got stumped on this question last time too. I think you did. And you know what? But I have been still like thinking of a funny mom story ever since the, the <laughs> recorded the first episode. <laughs> That was two, that was three months ago. Bruh, Wait, no, two months ago. It was two months ago, right? Yeah, about two months ago. Yeah, yeah. You still ain't got a funny mom story for us? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens in your life with your kid that's funny. Ah, that's I funny. Feel, I feel sorry for her. God damn. I mean, she's—I don't know. She's a character in herself. Like she be dancing and stuff, and people be like. <laughs> Where she getting? I said I don't know, not for me, cause I don't do all that. Um, dang, is there anything particular, like something that she says? Um, I don't know. She just does stuff like she mimics me, and I think I think that's always funny. Mm. She be oh this <laughs> this is what she does. She be like, bruh. <laughs> that's how you talk see i, I told you i done told I like, you where she get that from not me it's me <laughs> it's me <laughs> she'd be like man she'd be like oh my god but you know it's in, it's just in its cute little mm-hmm. voice and i'd be like I'm a horrible people be like they try to give me my flowers now I'll be like y'all really don't know what I do behind closed doors <laughs> with my daughter <laughs> like I gotta work on some things but thank you 
All right. And if you had to give advice to the dads, what would it be? Um, therapy. <laughs> okay. Um, get get therapy and also like stand in your masculine energy, right? Um, you were made and created uniquely, um, and you need all the resources to be able to, to, to stand in that. And, and depending on what trauma you have, like you're going to have to deal with that um, so that you can stand boldly in the, in the role of a father, right. And do it and do it well. Right. Cause um, there's no one that can do it like you. Um, you're absolutely amazing. Um, you're absolutely needed. Um, and we want you in the home. You should be in the home. Um, but if that can't happen, um, you're needed in your child's life. So do everything you can to be there. Fight every demon, win every battle to be there. Okay. I like that. Tell the listeners where they can find you at. Sure. Facebook is L-O-E-L-L-O dot puppet. Um, Instagram is official underscore L-O puppet. Twitter is at L-O puppet brand. Um, if you are open to partnerships, email me at partnerships with an S at the end at L-O puppet dot com. Um, I do wholesale pricing as well. So if you throw large community events or you work with uh, organizations that, um, you know, buy diapers for whatever reason, you can reach out to um, reach out to us through partnerships and um, uh, we can get that pricing related to you um, and advocacy as well. So if you are a mental health um, professional, if you are a doula and if you uh, work with family, so maybe you're a social worker or you have a background in uh, family counseling, counseling, uh, you can also reach out to us through that partnership email, um, set some time to talk with me and see if, uh, you know, Ella Pub is a great fit for you. And, and if your your business organization program is a is a great fit for us. And, okay. and the, the, I'm sorry, the website is www.lopuppet.com. Yeah, I almost got on you. Like, why don't you put your website in? <laughs> sorry. You lucky. I was ready to yeah. curse your ass out. <laughs> promise you I was. It. I promise you I was. Um, if y'all want to start, if y'all want to start a podcast, man, www.theaveragejoemedia.com. Um, I come here, I come to you, uh, record, edit, produce, give it back to you all in, um, a very fast amount of time. Um, so if y'all want to start, y'all, y'all want to start that, uh, www.theaveragemedia.com, hit me up and we can discuss, uh, how you get started. As always, you already know. This is an average Joe media production. Um, Instagram is baby daddy chronicles pod. I promise you, I'm about to start being more active on there. I got to, uh, Twitter is baby daddy crime. I'm going to be active on there too. It's just, I just be busy, y'all. I'd be extremely busy. Um <clears throat> and yeah, man, that's it. Thank you for getting on. It is your future favorite baby daddy signing off, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Or I'll see y'all when next episode drop. My bad, not next week. I ain't I'm not about to set y'all up like that. <laughs>
when the next episode drops, so like in two weeks. Peace. Well, ain't no As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody. My life is my kid, so I tell about it. And I swear it's all about that. Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy. I ain't a baby daddy. Baby daddy. Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy. I ain't a baby daddy. Baby daddy. Baby daddy, crazy daddy.